Welcome to the Soul Driven Podcast. I believe that when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. If you are searching for meaning and purpose, if you are unsure about how to combine the spiritual with the everyday, if you are ready to uncover who you truly are, then you've come to the right place. The Soul Driven Podcast is dedicated to exploring the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. Join me for practical guidance, truthful discussions, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, spiritual guide, marketer, and your host. Thank you for being here. What's up, what's up, folks? Welcome back. Welcome back for another soul-driven episode. It's just you and I today. That's right. Solo episode, all intimate-like. We're sitting on a couch. We're sitting across from each other. We're talking, hanging out. I'm sharing. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. I wish it was more of like a, you know, like I could talk and you could talk, like a conversational type thing. But, you know, I, I, was, uh, I was listening to a podcast the other day about how podcasts are evolving and going to be growing in the, in the future. And I think we might have some interesting things coming. So... Anyway, 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 again, thank you for being here, says the quality time love language girl inside of me. (laughs) So I'm super pumped to jump into today's topic with you because, yeah, it's funny, you know, when I was first called to talk about this topic, I was like, ah, that's going to be boring. And then the more I sat with it, it was like, ooh, oh, oh, okay, all right. Um, It was pretty awesome. So looking forward to diving deep into this with you. And my intention for sharing it with you is honestly just out of total gratitude to the enormous life-changing power of the Akashic Records and their effect on my life. I am so full of just gratitude for everything that has shifted in my life since I have started reading the Akashic Records, the directions that it has taken me in. And, you know, again, when I really sat into why this topic came up for me, it was like, oh man, I need to celebrate this. <laughs> and funny enough, I realized just two days ago or so, like I'm right at the precipice of my two-year anniversary of reading the records. And that's just pretty badass. And I can't wait to see where it's going to be two more years from now, five more years from now. Like amazing, amazing. But I offer this up in total thanks and gratitude to the Akashic Records. It has changed my life in the best of ways. And I pray that this podcast opens you up to the records as well. If that is something that resonates with you, that you're able to see that honestly, any modality that calls to you can have a life-changing effect if you allow it to. 
but the Akashic Records have been that for me and it's a gift I want to share with as many people as I possibly can, whether I'm doing a reading for them or teaching them how to empower themselves to read in their own life. So, okay, let's dive in. First of all, I have a couple of announcements. Number one, if you haven't listened to last week's interview with Mara about color therapy and so many other things, I highly recommend it. I would love to know how this episode resonated with you and if you uncovered what your like soul life purpose color is, I want to know. Share it with me on Instagram. Um, shoot me an email, souldrivenpodcast at gmail.com. I'm just curious what other people got. And I spoke a bit on that podcast about how mine is yellow, which is kind of crazy town because... Anna don't wear no yellow, okay? Even though I've always loved the color, but like, that just lets me know I got a lot of work to do. So (laughs) check out the episode. It's fantastic. Okay, number two, I have this really beautiful offering in February. If you book a 60 or 90 minute Akashic Record Soul Reading with me, then you get a bonus 20 minute human design reading where I outline what your intuitive gifts are according to your chart. Super cool, fun way to nerd out, really find out some very interesting things. I have never once done this for someone who hasn't kind of been blown away. Um, Some things you know and other things you're like, what? So I have been utilizing human design with my marketing clients and now my coaching clients since 2019 when I found them. Super, super cool. Um, I call it a modality, whatever, but it reads the energy in your body. So I won't get lost in that. But also, if you are a new client and you have never booked an Akashic Record reading with me, you can use the code NEWBEGINNING for a 60 or 90 minute reading and save 10% off. That is a constant special now moving forward. Um, <laughs> It's something that my guides told me to do and I created it several weeks back and then never really shared it. So I'm a doof and yeah, Uh, but it's use it. It is a new beginning. The Akashic Records will open you up in ways that you never were before. Um, And then finally, last couple of days to sign up for the online workshop, access the Akashic Records on the 21st. I think that there's only, well, as of today, I'm recording this uh, almost a week before this is going to go live, so it might be sold out by the time this goes live, but uh, there's only a very few tickets left. So if you are interested in learning about the Akashic Records or diving deep, make sure that you check this out. It is an intro course. I'm also teaching this in person here in Wilmington, North Carolina on the 25th at Prana Salt Cave. So if you're interested in that, contact them directly and they can get you all set up. Um, But yeah, cool things happening. All the time, things are happening. All right, let's dive into today's topic, five ways the Akashic Records have changed my life. So as I was mentioning beforehand, you know, I realized like, whoa, two years. Something for me that has always been a bit difficult, you know, uh, 
when I talk to people about the Akashic Records, it's like, oh, they have changed my life. And it was something that started happening so soon, like, like from when I first started that it's just been really difficult for me to explain or wrap my whole head around. And so diving in deep to really look at the details of it so that I could share them with you was a pretty fun activity. And also it was like it took me back down memory lane, which the last two years of my life have been hard. (laughs) Hard, hard, hard. So um, it was both, you know, like, exciting and also like oh exciting because I'm not living that time anymore and I've gotten through that period of my life um but yeah kind of just wild to step back in just real wild so but again my my total gratitude even in those hardest of times so we're gonna dive in and kind of talk about this first I'm gonna give you a very brief overview of what the Akashic Records are in case you are brand new to this and this is your first time joining me on a podcast episode um, but uh, you want to check out episode 41 it was a bonus episode I did all about the Akashic Records it's gonna give you much more details so that's where I would send you if you are totally brand new however I will explain to you that The Akashic Records are energy. They exist around us at all times. However, they vibrate at a very high frequency. It's actually in a different dimension. If you know anything about energy, everything is energy, right? The wall next to me, the floor below me, my coffee cup, I am energy. We are all energy. We are just vibrating at different rates, frequencies of energy. And where the Akashic Records exist is at a very high frequency. And so when I say a prayer and open myself up, I am stepping up my frequency in order to gain access to information within the Akashic Records. And what is in the Akashic Records is any thought, feeling, action, word, anything past, present, future, I have access to And because everything on this planet is energy, everything has an Akashic record that belongs to itself, him or herself, you know, whatever. Um, Learning how to read the Akashic records is really just about learning how to read energy and communicate with energy. That's what it is. Um, But... In, in the Akashic Records, I mean, you can uncover just about anything, right? Um, questions such as, what do I need to do to change blank in my life? Um, <laughs> what do I need to do in order to feel more blank in my life? Why am I experiencing difficulties with this relationship? You know, what is my purpose? How can I find a job that is better suited to me? Etc., etc., etc. I call the Akashic Records soul readings because it gets down to the very root of what it is that is going on. And because you have access to your own records, like your pets, your homes, I mean, like there's just endless opportunities. So make sure you check out episode 41 again if you want to dive a little bit deeper about that. Next thing I want to dive into is a my story of uncovering the records 
connecting with the records. It's also uh, parsed into episode 41. So again, I'm going to give you kind of a brief overview because um, really I want to change into the specific things that have happened. But um, I, in the midst of learning about healing with crystals in 2019, I came across this word Akashic Records and it was just like, what the heck? For whatever reason, it pulled me right in. It felt like home. It felt like something I knew. And yet when I dove a little deeper and found the explanation for what they are, I was like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, that's over my head. Well, I, I would never be able to access that. I really looked at it as like, man, you got to be some kind of like, you know, one of these people who's born into this lifetime, like seeing things and immediately psychic and blah, blah, blah. Um, Definitely not any random person off the street can access the Akashic Records, okay? Just FYI, folks. You do not need to be hand quotations special. Um, so I let it go. But they kept popping up for me. Popping up in my reading, popping up in my books, popping up just like in podcasts I was listening to. It was like I was getting hit all over different sides of my head. And then... Uh, I think one day I saw an ad pop up for Linda Howe's How to Read the Akashic Records. And I was really going through like a reading drought at that time, which for me is abnormal because I love to read. I am I have always been obsessed with reading. I literally have called in sick to work when I was very young because I had to finish a book. <laughs> so, but I hadn't really been able to read for a couple of months and I was concerned about getting this book because I didn't want it to just you know, add to my stack of unread books. But the day that it arrived, by that afternoon, I had read through three-fourths of it. I mean, it just like, I inhaled it. And two days later, when my partner went to work, I went into the Akashic Records for the first time. And it blew my mind. I was just kind of my, I think my first experience in the Akashic Records, I was overwhelmed with the energy. I kind of felt like I was in a washing machine, like getting tumbled all over. The energy was so intense that my stomach really hurt. Like I felt physical pain in my body and it was just very uncomfortable, but I was seeing things and I was able to kind of communicate. And I think that I got, um, I, I have written down some like very, sort of vague messages because I was kind of seeing some words and other things and um but I was I was seeing lots of visuals so it it was exciting to me because it was like cool you know I'm I'm communicating even though I, I I didn't know how to interpret what I was seeing necessarily I I didn't know I didn't know what was happening but I knew that not only did I feel completely different but things were definitely coming through and that energy stayed with me for about two or three days. And I was just like elated. I, I felt lighter. I felt, I, I was so excited. Um, and that really kicked things off for me from there. Quite early on, I decided, you know, I wanted to take a course. I'm the type of person, you know, everyone learns in different ways. I'm the type of person that I like learning systems so that I can break them all up and make my own. <laughs> but, you know, like I really wanted to have some structure. 
I wanted to have a teacher so that I could ask a million questions and I wanted to have a community. And so I started looking for a course immediately, found, um, found a beginner course, uh, which I took and then later ended up taking an advanced course as well. And they were very helpful in not only introducing me to the records, but really providing me ways in which I could learn more about them, you know? Um, Unfortunately, I didn't really develop any community through those courses, um, but uh, but I was very fortunate in that I found a group on Facebook, which is no longer still a group, but I connected with some people in that community, and they have become some of my closest friends and were huge, huge for me in the midst of my growth and understanding and learning. So... When I initially set out to learn about the Akashic Records and become a reader, I never had any intention of reading for others. Um, I mean, I definitely like I wanted to read for others because I thought it might be interesting or fun, but like not professionally, not like anything like that. It was more so because I'm a big nerd and I love asking questions and I wanted to learn about myself, which I've always been this person who really appreciated self-knowledge and learning new things about myself you know it's just I am a very complex person and (laughs) whether it's astrology or the Myers-Briggs or the Enneagram or love language or the Akashic Records or anything like that I get to see new aspects of myself new sides of myself gain compassion for myself and then that enables me to be more of who I am for everyone else. And so it benefits all of us. Um, but I, so I started just reading for myself. I would read for some, some family and friends. And by the fall of 2020, my guides, first of all, said, we want you to start reading like a monthly forecast for the podcast, which that was huge. When that first was like, it came through to me, I was in the shower and I was like, what? I can't do that. And then, and then the other part of me was like, wait, why can't I do that? <laughs> I was very, I was still kind of coming out of the metaphysical closet and it was a big step for me to take. Um, and then my guides started telling me towards the end of uh, 2020, like, you need to start reading for people. And then you need to start charging people. And it happened so fast. And in the midst of that happening, they showed me like the direction that my, my new life was going to be headed in and how my old life was going to fade away. And I was very not okay with this. I, I tantrumed. I, I was just, yeah, I've, you know, prior to 2021, I've owned a marketing agency for over 10 years. I've been in marketing since 2009 um, on some level. And, you know, marketing is easy to talk about at parties and (laughs) you don't have to worry about like, you know, whether someone knows what you're talking about or if they're going to think you're a total loon. Um, And, you know, which, yeah, I, And I mean, like I made great money in marketing and I'm thinking like, you want me to do readings? What? No, no. I really tantrumed hard. Um, Full disclosure, I like was drinking a lot, especially like the first month and a half. 
I was basically like kicking aside my daily work because I was just, yeah, I, I was just full on tantruming and, and not really aware of it. But, you know, when we try and numb ourselves out, right? <laughs> and of course, this was happening during 2020. And so I, I didn't really have much to distract myself with. And anyway, it was a difficult time for me. So by 2021 in February, I was like, fine. I'm going to throw things on my website. I am not going to market anything. And of course, the universe opened up and people out of nowhere started coming to me. I started doing readings, like full, like spending a large amount of time doing readings for people. And it was incredible. Um, the whole of 2021 was really a massive journey in learning how to have confidence in what it is that I'm doing, which is part of why I've pulled back from social media and a number of different things, because I really needed to strengthen my personal relationship with the records and not just with the records, but the relationship with myself in regards to being known as, seen as accepting this role of spiritual guide and, and being cool with that. <laughs> and I'm still in that process, but you know, this is, I have fully accepted this in my life now. I am fully focused on this. And I think that's part of, you know, why this episode was meant to be talked about now, you know, versus prior. So anyway, that's a overview of kind of me learning my, my experience with the records. Um, so let's dive in to these five different ways. How have they changed my life? Number one, a deeper and more genuine connection with myself. So as I mentioned before, you know, I'm, I'm a big nerd. I love learning. I've, I, I've always, like history, I had a, um, uh, almost had a minor in history. I think I was one class off. And that was just because I was taking history courses out of, again, just being a total nerd. I love learning about other cultures and civilizations and their history and um, <laughs> not such a big fan of American history. Like for whatever reason, it, it never grabbed my attention like all of the other countries of this world. But um, yeah, I love learning and I have so many questions. Um, as a small kid, when I would you know think about, and, and even as an adult, I, when I would think about going to heaven back in my Christian days, I envisioned like just being able to sit before God and just ask him all the questions, you know, and then go hang out in the woods with all the animals because <laughs> I love animals. Um, but having access to wisdom, having access to like I do weekly readings for myself and I ask like, what do I need to be aware of for the week ahead? You know, what do I need to be cautious of? What is it that's important for me to know right now? These are huge, this is massive information, you know. Um, I've been told that I am an oracle and oracles predict the future, talk about the future and, and I've always been keen to do that. I've always been really intrigued with it, whether, um, you know, prior was like with uh, astrology and of course I still love with astrology, but the Akashic Records have been so huge in helping me to understand the type of energy I'm walking into. Um, and what it is that's going on. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a skill that I am building within myself. 
But whether I'm accessing wisdom about the past or the present or the future, um, being able to connect with myself and learn about myself has been enormous, enormous, enormous. Um, number two under this, like uh, developing confidence in who I am in my spiritual journey. As I was just talking about before, um, and not to confuse you, we're still under my first point, which is deeper connection with myself. <laughs> um, but as I just mentioned before, like this developing confidence in who I am in my spiritual journey, I grew up a Christian and I considered, I, I wore the Christian label really until like the very beginning of 2019. And I have a lot of conditioning around that and around what is right and what is wrong and who I am and what's acceptable and also just ex like accepting this spiritual journey. And I really call it my metaphysical journey because I've always been a very deeply spiritual person. I was born into this lifetime knowing God. We've always had a personal relationship, but this metaphysical world, it was, it, it was always outside of my reach. And I was always looking for it. I always knew that there was more magic to life, but it was like I, I, I wasn't ready to access it yet. I don't know why it freaking took me so long, but I'm just thankful that I'm here now. <laughs> and if you're younger and you're listening to this and you have dove into the metaphysical world, then amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, but being in the Akashic Records helped me to get to know who I really am. And I'm obviously still on that journey. I don't think that's ever going to end while I'm in a human body. But getting to know who I am, really learning to accept my spiritual journey. Um, also, connecting with and strengthening my intuitive gifts. You know, I... I never had any idea that I was utilizing my gifts in everyday life. I never even knew, again, like it goes back to that magic thing. <laughs> I knew that I could do things. I have shared before that when I was young, I remember looking at my hands and knowing that I could heal with my hands. But then of course my brain jumped in and was like, yeah, right, whatever, kid. Um, but working through the Akashic Records, I have not only been introduced, I should say reintroduced to my gifts, but I have been learning how to strengthen them, how to use them. So whether I'm in the Akashic Records or outside of the Akashic Records, like it's a constant practice. And I'm so grateful for it, so thankful for it. And, um, you know, when you, it goes back to knowing yourself, when you understand how it is that you connect spiritually with the world around you and connecting with the spiritual world, you know, how you communicate, like everything opens up. It's life-changing. And finally, I, you know, the records in, in connecting with myself, it helped me gain a, such a deeper perspective on why I do what I do. It really helped me to have a lot of compassion with myself. Um, and I'll get into this a little bit more in, our, in my next point, but when I have like gone in about my relationship, when my, you know, when my partner and I have gone through difficult times, and or in the midst of the past two years when I've gone into the records looking for clarity on what's going on within my situation, 
or what's going on with me or like what the hell is wrong with me right I'm sure that you've asked this question before <laughs> maybe not but I definitely have millions of times um, seeing what they share with you is humbling is grounding is life-changing you know because no matter what you've done, no matter what you've thought or said, they show you the highest version of yourself. And when you go into the records, you feel nothing but love. And that love seeps into your everyday life and seeps into the way that you feel about yourself. I honestly have always been a very compassionate, overly sensitive person, but was I that way with myself? No way, definitely not. Okay, number two, and there's a little bit of some overlap here between, you know, the deeper connection with myself and number two is deeper connection with the spiritual world. So a little bit of overlap, but um, kind of the first part is it removed my fear of communicating with the spiritual world, which is really, you know, huge. I think that some of us underestimate the fear that we have of opening ourselves up to the spiritual world. And quite frankly, I think that that fear is healthy. I think it's a positive thing because... You know, um, learning how to protect ourselves, learning how to manage and care for ourselves when working with the spiritual world, when communicating with the world, the spiritual world is very important. I liken it to, I've talked about this before, like putting a, a toddler on the side of a six lane highway and being like, yeah, I'll see you on the other side. You don't know what you don't know. And a lot of the spiritual world if you're just jumping into it and you don't have that guidance and direction, it can really become a scary and a very dangerous place. And I'm so thankful that the Akashic Records were kind of my first introduction to the metaphysical world because, you know, and I should say that I learned through or utilizing Linda Howe's Pathway Prayer, which is what I use in my workshops um, because it is a trusted prayer. And the words really resonate with me, but it also has protection built into it. And quite frankly, you can't be in a safer place than the Akashic Records. And so the fact that my journey started there with the Pathway Prayer, which I don't use anymore, um, but my current prayer still has protection built into it because we always need to be intentional and um discerning when working with the spiritual world but you know I had a lot of like hang-ups in regards to what that was going to be like or what I might be opening myself up to or um you know I, and I wasn't I wasn't so scared that it held me back because I'm more curious than anything <laughs> but I, I I I think my fear personally was really kind of more out of a conditioning that I had learned in the Christian church, which was like, you can only address your superiors this way. You have to understand that they are better than you. You know what I mean? Like those types of things. It really helped me to realize that I am on equal and or above footing with the spiritual world around me in that I control my environment. I control my space. I control what is allowed and I need to exercise that at all times. And so it helps to empower me, which I think is enormous. Learning how to trust, not only working in the spiritual world, but trusting yourself working in the spiritual world 
again, life-changing. The second part of that is it really grew my confidence in communicating with the spiritual world, which again, you know, kind of goes back to me learning about my intuitive gifts and really strengthening them in records, you know, um, I was able to see and uh, I was able to see more and more just not only the information that was shared with me coming true or being true or like the things that I was able to share with um, people that I was reading for, my family and friends, you know, it just grew my confidence more and more and more. And, um, you know, when they, my guides first were like, you need to start reading for people a lot more. Um, I was just like, why, you know? And, but I knew at the same time, it was like, well, you know, it'll, it'll help me. It'll help my own relationship with the records. You know, it'll help me get to know it in a different way. So, um, I was, I was very open and cool with that because, you know, I, I want to continually learn and develop my craft. Um, but, uh, there's no way like none that I could have ever started charging people for my gifts if I hadn't grown my confidence in them. And that's a really huge part, I think, of any person's journey who steps into this work. Um, And I also think that it really defines your ability to work within the metaphysical world. Because if you don't have confidence in your abilities, then you're not going to be able to connect and you're not going to be able to, to utilize your gifts in the way that you could. And the last part about this deeper connection with the spiritual world is that it empowered me um, like through my past lives. And, you know, when you have access to your past lives, it's kind of wild, the healing, uh, which is our next point, which we'll be diving to in just a minute. But the, the shifts that can take place in our current life. So... Um, when you connect with the spiritual world, you start to realize the different way that time works outside of this planet. You start to realize that a lot of these constructs around us just aren't real. And they become empowering when you learn about them through the right concepts. Um, okay, so we're going to dive into number three, which is healing. Healing, healing, healing. So much healing in records gonna take a sip of water okay so number one uh, or like underneath healing it, it changed and broadened my perspective on people places things life in general I really you know try to do my best to be an open-minded person and but I I'm not always able to be that way because I can also be a very emotional person. (laughs) And if I get lost in my emotions, then forget it. Um, But by spending time in my own records and absolutely spending time in other people's records, my perspective on how life works and how things work out in so-called hand quotation bad relationships, all of these things helped me to change my perspective from something that was very black and white to very gray. I, 
for instance, one of the one of the big examples of this was that in 2020, I realized, you know, I, I was my my favorite activity, which had been like uh, going for walks. Uh, my partner and I live downtown. We go for walks along the water, and you know, in the midst of the pandemic exploding in 2020, all of a sudden it became a very like anxiety ridden activity because. People were not wearing masks. They were like all up in your space. Even though it was outside, I was, you know, quite nervous about um, about that. And um, and my my shadow self, who likes to control everything, <laughs> was definitely not happy either. It was like, who raised you? <laughs> but uh, but as I realized, you know, it was like, wait, what? I I am. I'm ruining my favorite thing over this topic. And then I realized it was like, mask, no mask. Republican, Democrat. You know, homosexual, heterosexual. Man, woman. Like all of these different polarizing things that are prevalent in our society are created to distract us, to get us all kinds of worked up and lost in our emotional self. Um, and I'm not talking, emotions I think are very healthy, but I'm talking about the emotional self, like like me, when I get overly emotional, like I can't think straight and my emotions just cloud me all over. So like logic goes out the window and I just turn into a 10 year old kid. Um, but when we get lost in those, you know, black and white things, we get in big trouble. And so I just kind of realized it was one of the things records helped me to see was like, no, 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 there's a middle space, right? There's space for me who um, chooses to wear a mask and for someone else who chooses not to wear a mask. There's space for both of us. You know, this is right for me and what is right for them is right for them. And so that's just like an example of how the records have helped to broaden and really shift my perspective in life. Um, a second part of that was like helping me to understand that there, there are no hashtag bad people, right? There's only hurt people. And even more than that, we choose these lifetimes, you know, and the so-called bad people in our life are usually always, always, always the way showers for us in that they light us on fire. They, they force us to awaken. I can't tell you how many client readings I've had with people who are trying to understand this terrible dynamic between someone that they just despise or who hurt them so bad or whatever the case may be. And it was literally like the impetus to them becoming who they're supposed to be in this lifetime. And it doesn't matter whether it was a parent, in fact, especially if it was a parent, but it could be someone that you work with. It could be someone that you're in a relationship with, you know? Um, there are no bad people. And even at the core of a so-called bad person, is a hurt person, a person whose consciousness is low. They're still carrying things from their past lives and they've been hurt in this life and they haven't been able to move past that. It just gave me a completely different perspective on the more negative aspects of life, which 
I've been through some really difficult things because of people in my life. And that was huge for me and extremely, extremely healing. Um, my, the third, the third part here, um, which is really kind of in line with this and also the previous ones is that it increased the compassion that I have for myself and others. I just don't view people the same way anymore. Um, and it's continuing to expand. The longer that I'm in the records, the more time that I spend in the records throughout the week, um, the greater and wider my compassion becomes. Um, for instance, my partner and I were had an argument for a couple of days. Uh, we were just, you know, there was tension and <laughs> my entire like astrology, like all the transits in my chart were like all squares except for one. So <laughs> I probably would have tried to like pick a fight with a box, you know, like anything. Um, but uh, in the midst of that kind of arguing, I realized I was I was seeing very clearly, you know, there's this whole concept of we are all one, we are all connected, and and that's fine and well. We can all know that with our logical thinking mind, you know, but it's so different when you actually start experiencing that. And in the midst of this um, argument and uh, whatever issue thing that we had, I was realizing that I I could literally experience and see how I was hurting him by like I was hurting myself by how I was treating him or the things I was saying to him if that makes sense I was seeing how that like we are all connected thing works I was experiencing that in actuality versus just logically it was a wild thing but it's you know that kind of compassion is huge I mean when that fully lands on me, like I'm not gonna wanna hurt anybody. I'm gonna be very careful about how I talk to people. I'm going to be like, you know, I won't be anywhere near as reactionary. Like that will be huge. And so that is some of the healing. And finally, like I was talking about briefly before, healing some past lives. So I came into this lifetime, one of my major goals, if you will, um, things that I needed to do in this lifetime was to heal a past lifetime of mine that was a very, very influential and powerful lifetime. And um, it was actually during Atlantis. And I have, once I was made aware of this lifetime, um, one of the the main ways that I healed it was by going into the records with this specific topic in mind. And I went back to myself in that lifetime and we talked and I listened and she actually worked on healing me because she was a very powerful healer in that lifetime. Um, and it was just a, a beautiful, beautiful experience. And the records enabled me to do this. Fun little, fun little side fact on that is that in that lifetime, uh, myself and a few others were the only ones who were even allowed to read the Akashic records back then. But it's been I've been reading the Akashic records for lifetimes. So, <laughs> but uh, when I first found that out about that lifetime, I was like, "What? That's so cool!" 
totally had to geek out on it pretty hard. Um, okay, number four. I, I will try and pick up my pace a little bit here. It made me a nicer person. Like, I, I joke that, that being an Akashic Record reader made me a nicer person, but, like, I am dead serious. And I also joke that, like, you can't be an angry person and be an Akashic Record reader. And I am super serious about that. Anger has always been something that I really struggled with. And that's actually a part of my healing journey through the Akashic Records that has helped me with. Um, because it's from a past lifetime. And... Uh, I, I really struggled with rejection. I really struggled with a number of different things. Um, and being in the records consistently, consistently makes me a better person. It's just, I I'm telling you, <laughs> you can't be a crap person and be an Akashic Record reader who spends a lot of time in the Akashic Records. Like on weeks where I have readings every day, by the end of the week, a, I'm not tired um, because of that. I'm like, I am so nice. And I'm. it's just kind of like I'm floating on a cloud. It's pretty incredible. It increases my vibration. You know, again, it gives me that compassion that we were talking about. It also gives me this place that I can go when I don't want to be on planet Earth, which... I think a lot of us experience that, you know, when I have a really tough day and I don't know what to do with myself, I can open up the Akashic Records and just hang out in that energy. And it is so healing and it really helps calm me down to get me grounded, to reconnect me with my spiritual self and to work through things. And I'm just hanging out in the energy. So that's pretty freaking awesome. And, um, I, I just, yeah, all I can say is <laughs> it has made me a nicer and better person. That is for sure. So my last one here, which is actually like probably the, the hugest one, is that it has literally changed my life. It took me from my faded path to my soul path, which it's really interesting. When I first started, um, the, the very first course that I took on how to read the Akashic Records, there was a, a girl that I met in that class and we exchanged uh, readings for each other a couple of times. And in one of her readings for me, she, she saw me basically on these two different paths. One of them was like continuing pretty much like I was in this boardroom um, and I was giving this presentation on this business stuff and it was very successful and I was very happy. Like, and I went home to my partner and, um, and I, I was happy. And then there was this other path where it was like, I was teaching people large crowds. I was traveling a lot. I was like, it, it literally showed me like healing people and those sorts of things. And, um, and this was, you know, this was a couple of years back, but I didn't realize that that was showing me the difference between my faded path and my soul path. The faded path is the path that I was on with my marketing agency, which, you know, my marketing agency was very successful. It uh, worked with people all over the world. If I had stayed on that path, it's not like I wouldn't have found happiness because I would have, and I would have found success, but it's not my soul path. And our soul path is the one that we take when we choose our soul in this lifetime. I'll tell you right now, it is the harder path because we have to 
learn how to be ourselves in a world that wants to make us like everyone else. We have to learn how to have faith and belief in things we may never see. We have to, there's, you know, it is, it's not easy. Like I told you when I was, you know, when my guys were first showing me like, oh, no, girlfriend, you're going to be a spiritual guide. And I was just like, no, <laughs> I tantrum so hard. I was just not about that. But working in the Akashic Records has made that possible. It has opened that up to me and helped me to connect with my soul. And I'm not saying that like you have to use the Akashic Records in order to find your soul path at all. I'm just sharing with you what happened for me. And it so happened through the Akashic Records and in my developing relationship with the Akashic Records. Um, it also introduced me to my people. It introduced me to people who I'm more aligned with. Uh, it's, <laughs> I, I love the spiritual community. I've always been such a spiritual person and that always kind of made me odd and weird within my own circles because I, I didn't know how to, to function. I was, I'm highly sensitive. I'm, I didn't know how to to, to be myself and just to be really cool with the fact that I was wide open spiritually. And, um, and so a lot of the people that I really loved growing up were quite a bit older than me. And because they had, you know, found their spiritual path in whatever way, I always loved hanging out around adults, even when I was a kid, like I wanted to hang with the adults because like, they're talking about interesting things. All right. <laughs> I had zero interest in Barbie. Um, but uh, getting to meet other people who have never-ending questions, who are okay not knowing everything, who are really trying to be the best people that they can be for the rest of this planet, it's such a privilege, it's such an honor, and I'm so thankful. Um, it literally changed, again, like what I do in my everyday life. So as I shared with you, I used to have a marketing agency and now I am a spiritual guide. I am a coach. I, um, you know, I, I am stepping into to teaching, which has always been a dream. Like I've always wanted to be a teacher. When I was a kid, I would literally like take home the discarded supplies that my teachers would throw out. <laughs> Not even joking. And I would subject my poor friends when they would come over to play like, oh, we're gonna play school and I'm your teacher and I'm gonna tell you what to do. And <laughs> um, the upsides to this were that I taught my brother and sister how to read. Cause like, as soon as I learned to read, it was like, yo, everybody needs to know how to read. Um, and yeah, they had to come to my hand quotations school a lot, but you know, I, I knew it would never fit into the traditional teaching. That was just never gonna happen. I'm I. I buck every rule that there is. It's, yeah. But I am stepping into this beautiful role of teacher and community facilitator. And I know that things are just going to keep opening up. But, you know, helping people has always been my number one focus and something that I can give in a very unhealthy way. Uh, it's it's still crazy for me to like be aware of how I feel when someone lets me know that they're hurting or in need in some way. Like I just want to swoop in and make everything better immediately. <laughs> um, and while I am here to help and serve and guide, I have to do that in a balanced way. So um, 
But the Akashic Records have really been helping me in that. You know, they have given me a more full-hearted way to help people, a, a, a way that I know is going to provide total fulfillment. And I'm just so blessed and so thankful. You know, and in that, being able to help other people with their own lives, with their own issues, finding their way, connecting with their purpose, um, understanding those awful, difficult relationships, like what an insane gift, what an insane blessing. You know, I'm, I'm two years in now and I've been reading for other people um, really from the beginning, but I would say more consistently for a year and a half. And I'm still, it's like I get out of sessions and I just think I'm so blessed and I'm so thankful that that this is oops what i'm supposed to be doing so again just my heartfelt heartfelt thanks i guess in summation to the records while i'm here i'm like starting to get a little bit emotional <laughs> a little bit emotional all right folks thank you for hanging with me on this longer episode i hope that this served you i hope that it spoke to you in some way if the Akashic Records resonate with you on any level, I cannot encourage you enough to dive into that. Find someone who resonates with you. If it's not me, learn from them. Go pick up that book. It's a great place to start. Whatever, whatever feels good for you, go that route. Just make sure that you are protected first and foremost, okay? <laughs> That's Mama Anna's, you know can't go without that caveat, but dive into the records, man. It, it will change your life. And again, this is just two years in, two years in. I can't wait to see where things are at because I know what my future is, what I'm stepping into. And yeah, it's, uh, it's such an insane journey. I'm so grateful. All right. So if you were inspired by today's episode, first of all, I'd love to know how it resonated with you. If you learned anything in the process, um, if you are going to go dive into the records yourself, hit me up, let me know. Make sure to sign up for the email list. You get podcast updates, um, helpful resources, information about events and whatnot. I'm really, really particular about making sure that I provide value so I'm not just pounding you with, <laughs> with announcements and things. Um, I want you to love my my uh, my emails. So something I put effort into. Much love. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. And don't forget, when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. Until next week. <laughs>